Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome uh, to another episode of a purpose-driven podcast. Oh, you're only saying that because our guest yes. is here. Yes, purpose-driven. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's pretty good in this space, Carms. He's he's actually done a little bit of work with me and uh, my business. He failed dismally, but uh, not to say that, no, he did very, very well. Good to hear. Um, purpose, work in progress. Yeah. Hang on, we haven't introduced you, thanks, Dave. Um, Carms, purpose. What What's your purpose in, in your business these? These days so purpose is the thing that's bigger than the kind of like what you do yep. isn't it it's so my my purpose is to help people find their voice and put it out there love it love it and to talk purpose is dave claire dave did she did a good job there Carms? does she does she have the right purpose well, that's up to her to determine. Is it worded properly? Is it engaging for her? Is it uh, what gets her out of bed every morning? If mm. it passes all that test, then it's great. Talk to me about purpose, Dave. What, what, what is it about purposes? And are businesses doing it well? Are they, are they, have they got purpose? Uh, every business has a purpose, whether they can articulate it clearly and forcefully and really understand the context of the purpose. They're not doing a great job of that. Hmm. Why? why? <clears throat> that's why. Why? <laughs> I love a purpose-driven conversation when he just answers it with why. <laughs> it is. So why, why aren't they doing it? Right. Well, um, and this will be interesting because this is a as, a as media stable and experts and all this sort of stuff from in media. A lot of people actually, when they go to articulate their purpose, they do it as a branding exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they're looking for this outwardly facing statement that will resonate well with the people they choose to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when the lens that we work through is we challenge people to capture the soul and DNA of their business and speak that love for that to the market and then let the market respond in kind to that. So the reason why they're not doing it well is they're trying to find a slogan or a bumper sticker or a marketing placard that they can use that captures why they do what they do. And thankfully to people like Simon Sinek who have popularized the concept of why. Yeah. Um, so everyone's trying to find their why statement, but in a way that they can brand it because most people may, whether they realize or not, Simon was a branding guy. Mm. Got it. And, you know, great work and everything like that, but it's just, it's not a branding exercise. It's cultural. Yeah, well, it's the seed of culture. It's the first decision-making filter in your business. Will it help us do that? People find their voice and express it. Like, will it help us do that? Yes or no. And if it doesn't, then why are you doing it? Yeah, it's a decision every single day about what you're going to do. With your right. day, and and that helps you. It's it helps you over and above what is a money making exercise. Correct. Decide how you're going to use your time and attribute value to that. Yeah, hundred percent. And also, when you look at it from an organisational business context, why businesses aren't doing it well because they if it's for the purpose of branding and it looks really good on their website and it's you know speaks to that and hopefully engages the right talent to come join their organisation. But does everybody answer to that first? So when we work with purpose, we look at everybody answers to something first, not to someone. Yes. And so if you have your business purpose clearly articulated, the problem you're passionate about solving in the world for the people you choose to do it for, everybody answers to that first. Yeah, it's, uh, when it's articulated like that, it's mm. starting to make more sense. 
But are you seeing – we had Gavin Bain. Uh, he's oh, yeah, now Gav, of Wonderman, yeah. Wonderman Thompson. He yep. was um, – at the time that we had him on the, the Experts podcast, he was with Meerkats. Oh, actually, no, I think he just moved over to Wonderman Thompson. Mm. But very much purpose-driven. Yes. Everything that he's done. Gavin and I used to work together back in the late 80s, early 90s. There you go. And is, is this because you guys were and, – and, and I think, you know, mm. like-minded people do hang mm. out with each other. Is it is it – that because he's got such drive there behind mm. that purpose driven, everything has to have that. Yes, um, is that where it has it been back that far? Is it because I haven't seen a lot of this? Um, probably in the last decade, it has been probably something that on the front mind of small, medium sized, bigger businesses to have that clearly articulated what they stand for, what's their purpose, who are they looking to serve? Yeah, and so there was. Things like purpose or more like mission statements and things like that became mm. very popular uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. And, you know, being able to rally the troops around a mission statement of sorts. Um, b- but people are starting to realize there's a big difference between purpose and mission and vision and values. And um, and purpose is obviously in the last decade. Um, once again, thanks to Simon for articulating the whole concept around why. Um, that organizations that have been doing that, um, like obviously the, the organizations he studied and everything, were capturing the hearts and minds of people with why they do what they do, not how or what they do, mm. right? And, and yeah, so that's okay. caused them to refine from all these other things to purpose becoming more popular. Cool. So can I keep mm. using my business as an example yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Case study here. Yeah, that's right. So when I say something like I want to help people find their voice yep. and get it out there, mm-hmm. that's that's maybe a bit different to a purpose. Would, it, would a purpose be more elevated in terms of you said it's the reason I get out of bed so like I'm the only person in my business mm. so is it like to have the life I want and to provide that may be the reason why you have a business okay but what's the purpose of your business and this is another thing where people think well you know I started this business so I could make money yeah and I said well that's interesting you could have started any business to make money why did you choose this one mm. yes well I saw a problem I wanted to solve in the world great what was the problem you saw that you want? And then what were you passionate about? And when you applied that passion to that problem, then when those two things collide, that's where your purpose that's is. That's the purpose. I must admit I get confused. There's yeah. all these kind of catchphrases, jargon terms out there. that They all have their value because they help us get yep. through the day, particularly yep. when you're a bit like me and you work on your own. But when you're a worker bee or when you're leading a team of people, the situation's both the same. You can lose your way from time to time. Absolutely. And so having these things, first, the first thing is actually – calling them what they are and naming them correctly Mm. and then helping to understand that and then understanding the sequence in which they should flow because words form a narrative right and everyone loves a story and everything like that so words form a narrative but numbers tell the story yeah okay so the your purpose your values your vision your mission are the narrative of your business and then your strategy on how you execute that becomes the story so then when you create a narrative and a story that go together, you can, you can create that cultural and strat- strategy alignment in your business. Mm-hmm. But it's understa- it starts with understanding what those things are and what sequence to do them and then how to turn them into decision-making filters for your business. So whether – and this is the funny thing. I have this debate with people all the time about the difference between purpose and mission and vision. Most people understand what values are, mm. um, although I don't think they do them correctly, but they, at least they understand what they are. Why, why don't they do them correctly? Because why, why, you and I have gone down that yeah. path of understanding values. Yeah. Why don't they see the, the very things that they are driving them and getting them to what they're doing? Mm. Why don't mm. they value it? Why don't they see their values correctly? Right, well, yeah. Okay, so am I allowed to... Uh, You're allowed to workshop us here. You can no, go... No, 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 I'm more worried about... Yeah, like, as a, a polite 
politically correct Canadian, I'm just conscious about I saying shit on the radio. Oh, just <laughs> you can say shit, you can say poo, you but can I can always warm. follow it up with sorry, eh? Sorry, eh? And and uh, if you're a radio or television producer listening, Dave will keep it clean if he's on your show. Yeah, Don't well, that's I, I didn't want to get a bad you know reputation. image or reputation, right? yeah. <laughs> but it's an acronym. Okay, so oh. I'm not swearing. I'm using an acronym. Okay. Um, the reason why I believe that they aren't doing values at the level which they could or should be doing them is because most of them are shit values, yeah. which are service, honesty, integrity, trust. These are very commonplace values. Everyone that, claims that. 100%. So to me, they're what I call price of entry values to yeah. having a business. Yeah, to being you a should good, have those yeah. values. Foundation, the very yeah. Yeah. To being a good human being, <laughs> right? Um, and so if you have to tell me that you value honesty and integrity – we're screwed. Yeah. Mm. Like if, you, if you're in a service-based business and you say, oh, we, one of our values is service, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, it should be. Like, yeah. like, wow, really? That's impressive. So the more commonplace your values are, the less believable they are. If you go through every Fortune 500 mm. company and you look through all their values, I guarantee you there'll be, those four will be show up prolifically in all of them. Have you got an example for a company that's got good, v- believable values? Well, absolutely. I can, yeah, well, so I'll even use one of ours. So at Circle yeah. Leadership, one of our core values is simplicity, which means freedom from complexity. Yeah. Mm. So That's very simple of you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we look for ways to free up the complexity from the way that people do things, like simple definitions of what purpose is and values and vision mission, how to set them in sequential order, how to follow a narrative, how to build a simple roadmap to build your organization to evolve and stay relevant. And we put it through everything that we do. Now, so there's really commonplace values, and then there's those really magical, fluffy values that organizations have. You know, the love your work kind mm. of values, which are really nice. But once again, if you understand the purpose of values, values are supposed to be there to help our team to empower them to make smarter decisions. Yeah. Okay, so it gives them um, the framework in which they can freestyle within. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, as we work through some of the values for Media Stable, for example, we're looking at what makes you unique in the way you think about the problem you're passionate about solving. Those are your core values. And those things that we filter every decision through, you know, some things we might value over here and over there, but these four to six are the ones we filter every decision through. And what's interesting about it, Carms, as an exercise for one, a, a mm. business owner or yeah. as someone who has a team, I've only got a small team of uh, five staff. Uh, team. It, don't use that word staff. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I'm always give, learning when Dave's around. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, I've got to do better. Man, staff are the servants, the maids, and the butlers. Right. So what do you call them? Team, people, I you know, whatever. I did say team, team staff. Team. Yeah, and then team. you said my staff afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm okay. trying to describe that full picture sort of thing. I won't use it again. <laughs> In fact, my staff is what I do when I carry out the oh, herding oh, the sheep. Oh, <laughs> That's All right, okay. let's stay, let's okay. stay focused. Let's so the team... The is team. a group of yeah. people. Yes. But you've, what, what you're trying to do here is actually not just understand it as a business owner, but also to as as someone who is part of a, a business that stays aligned, stays consistent, mm. stays uh, true to the very thing that we're, we're trying to do out there. And I, I, I do love it because I think a lot of business owners don't take that time to actually uh, reflect or look back or look at what they've done because sometimes they've just headed off and gone, as you said before, mm. someone just started a business, didn't know what they were – they had a belief that they could do mm. something a little differently but they hadn't either documented it or maybe have walked off a little way from their original direction that they were taking. I mean, it, yeah. you've got to document it too, don't you? Yeah, 100%. And you could be able to label it. So, Carmen, you, you've got your business. It's just you at the moment – for example, but your business will expand or evolve mm. and you may bring in other people. How do you 
capture the essence of the way you think about there's other people who do something similar to you in the world, but you have a uniqueness to you in the way that you think about helping people bring their voice and mm. right. And so it's capturing that and, and labeling it so that when you're bringing people in, you can help them identify with that because the last thing we'll do is start bringing people in and then dilute everything that you stand for. Great point. That really crystallizes it for me, considering mm. that we, uh, particularly with the solopreneur thing, is that you sit there and you don't grow or evolve yep. because you can't communicate effectively to people what they need to do to help you if, yeah. you, if they join your team. And you're worried about they're, that they're going to do something that might go against the, all the stuff that you've set up. Yeah. So, and, and no different for us in our organization or even in for Media Stable, it, it, your values are there to tell you, here's how we think around here, not what to think, but here's how we think around here. So yes. it's a lens to to filter things through. So it's the second decision-making filter. Mm-hmm. Will it help us solve this problem we're passionate about in the world, yes or no? If it does, yes, that's great. Will it reject at any of our values? See, mm. this is also where people get values, they do it, well, where we do it differently or they don't do it the way we think they should, is that most people think, oh, it has to align to our values. No, your values are there as the guardians of your purpose. All right? And they're supposed to say, well, does it reject at any of our values? My values don't even have to be the same as yours or be in alignment with yours. Mm. So long as mine don't reject at yours or yours don't reject at mine, we can find a way to work together. Okay. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah. We're speaking to Dave Clare. He's a leadership coach. He's a keynote speaker. He's a published author. One thing I was looking forward to having this chat with you, Dave, was there's a little thing that is called a clearism. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I first when I first came across a clearism, I went, Gee, this guy—he's—he's—he he's, thinks he's got it all. He's got it. He's got—he's got the things. But when you read them, there's such simple messages that hit home so hard, so quick, so fast. Thank you. Did you sit down and just jot them all down in one hit, or is this is this just been work in progress over years? Nah, he makes them up on the spot. I've seen it happen on LinkedIn <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> cannot. No, they're just, they're just insanity that just drops out of my gob <laughs> when I'm passionate about something I'm talking about. Now, please also understand that I did not coin the phrase clearism. Okay, oh, really? who did? My buddy Don Walling back in Canada. We used to do a lot of work in the leadership space back uh, when I was over there. And I would, same thing, I would sit there and he goes, is that another one of your goofy clearisms? Mm. You know, isness is the death of your business. Busyness isn't good for business. Like these things, and he like, is that just another one of your goofy clearisms? And I'm like... What's a clearism? Because all that crap that falls out of your mouth that makes sense, and, <laughs> and I'm that like, is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's a great thing. And and I will uh, just be fair. I've known Dave now for a long time, so yeah. I feel like I can take the mick out of him a little oh, bit. Oh hell yeah, I'm, go just, for it. <laughs> you don't want to sound one. mean. <laughs> well, I, no, I, I, but I think that it, if you if you get a chance, people have a quick look them up and mm. look up on his website. So yeah. it's daveclare.com. But the um, the they're very simple in their stature in their in their statement. I'm not that bright. Well, well, that, that's obvious. But I think what you're able to do, and you don't mm. need to be bright to do this, no. because what you're actually channeling and coaching mm. is getting people to go back into what they think and what they know Correct. and what they're very much – you're drawing it out of Correct. them, not necessarily providing them with the answers, because the answers at the end of the day mm. are within them. You're just helping them get it out. Correct. I always joke that I've made a living out of not knowing. You know, like yeah. <laughs> my job is to question your answers, not answer your questions. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that a clearism too? <laughs> That's why he came on the start of the podcast and just kept saying why back at you yeah. when you asked him questions. Oh. Yeah. Well, because he doesn't have the answers. You're right. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, it's not my job to have your answers. Yeah. 
right? And, and it's my job to help you discover the answers that lie within you. Because I know, and this is really important to understand, because I truly believe that all of us have the answers, even when it comes to people working their purpose. Mm. Here's the, here, get back to that whole debate about that. Here's the reason why organizations struggle to get clear on their why. Now, I'm going to put Nick, can I put Nick on the spot? Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Do You're married? Yes. Happily? Yes. Okay, I just want to... Okay, we're going to do a little test here <laughs> quickly, right? <laughs> oh, what a crappy question to <laughs> well, ask. <laughs> well, well, based on the next question I'm about to ask, it's important. Okay. Okay, so Nick, tell me, why do you love your wife? Oh, she is my world. She is the mother of my children. She's everything to me. So it's she's my best friend. She's lots of things. Okay, so the part you have to access in your brain to answer that question, and you gave some very nice, warm motherhood statements... Um, and, and not to take away from the feeling of that, no, 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 it's like I, I, I understand it, and I agree with you that you know any woman who would be married to you, it must be a wonderful human being. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can, I can, I can respond in well kind, done. right? Well done. The, um, yeah. But, but the point being is where you, where emotion, where love exists yeah. in that part of your brain, it doesn't have words. And I also believe that that's where your purpose and your values of your business live as well. So your mm. ability, so this is why drilling and, and Lisa, our leadership coach at Circle Leadership, she calls it like um, you know, the, the doctor has to work on your knee and stick the needle in and work the knee. and Dry needling. Yeah, and like, like that's oh. kind of what I do yeah. is because I need to get, I need to help you access the emotive part of your brain and then help you to put words to it. Because what we do is we put all these surface words around those things instead of actually getting, to, when I talk about getting the, the soul essence, and DNA yeah. of why you do what you do. The bit that's really got to go inside Nick's wife's Christmas card this year. That's so let's right. drill down. Uh, now that's not just because she birthed your kids and that's she's, you, you Exactly. Know, like I said, like, they're lovely motherhood unique? statements. What? Why do you really love her as a human being? Not because of the things she's done, yeah. but who she is. And, you know, not, not but this. No, men, let's put him on the no, spot. No, 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 we're done here. <laughs> no, we're no, done no, here. No. Moving on. No, no, but please understand. There isn't like with men, it usually takes anywhere from, you know, eight seconds before they can actually come up with a real yeah, of course. valid reason. Women usually takes about three seconds because you're, you're, you're waiting for that emotion to come up. Then you're trying to put words to it. And this is when organizations want to really, really nail their purpose. Mm. Yeah. That's the process you have to go through. Yeah, is there, a, bis- into it. Is there yeah. a business that can't be saved or can't, can't find the very purpose of what they're, they're doing? I mean, are, are, do you ever come across a business like that? No, some people just takes longer. Yeah. Like uh, we've had sessions with leadership teams, 10, 12 people to small groups of two people. You know, we've at Russia, we're facilitating one right now. It's going to be 15 leaders in an online session. But some take half an hour to find it. Some could take six hours to find it. Yeah. Mm. We don't move on to the next stage in terms of working at their values until we've nutted at that purpose. And what do you do when you encounter people who are a bit resistant to this sort of stuff? <laughs> in the group or actually the whole we won't be working with them if they're not resi- if no, they're resi- not, like at yeah. the leadership level but not the client I would yeah. say maybe yeah the group who gets brought along for the ride is there is some of your your role to help with those those internal oh um, you know yeah yeah and that's a, yeah, 100% yes because yeah. you're, de- you're dealing with different stakeholders oh, aren't 100%. you you've got, you've got business owners you've got employees not staff yeah um, you know you've got people uh, even uh, other stakeholders around investors etc that might have a very different view of how the business is up working operating or its vision yeah you've got to work with all of them don't you yeah yeah well there's like, you can get when you depending on the size of the organization or the leadership team or who they choose to involve one of our clients is involved uh, one representative from each area of their business plus the the leadership team so to get a whereas mm. a lot of times they just um get the leadership team themselves involved in the process um it, like to me it, it's whatever's going to bring the most value to that but you have to also balance that between analysis paralysis but then also depends on how you facilitate those sessions so we facilitate the sessions where 
if we have a large group like this one we're going to be doing online, we'll have uh, three groups of four where they all have to write what they think. Then they have to come up with a group decision about of the four which and come up with their merge one. Then the three will get presented and then those three then will be... So everyone yeah, okay. will be involved in the process. Mm. Democratise the process. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in a way that so that we can get there um, and get it... And then at the end, when we read it back out, I guarantee one is... Like, I'll know what's right, they'll know what's right because they go, that's exactly why we do what we do. You know what I'm loving about this conversation is it's a wonderful example of how interesting people find business. You don't even necessarily have to be in business to have an interest in business. Mm. And that's the opportunity for, Dave, you know, yourself as a media talent is that you can give us a bit of insight into the business world. There are stories and things that you can find around that. But I suppose as well, you know, it's, it's insight into the way we, we handle relationships and everything oh, in life. 100%. And like, and this is, I was having a, this uh, with a gang in New Zealand uh, presenting to their whole team. We've just finished going through their roadmap and getting all their stuff mapped out. And they wanted to present it all back to the team. So I present back the, the process that we went through and they obviously speak to the content, right? Um, and we were talking about relationships and how you handle and having purpose and values and how you can use that to build and enhance relationships or deal with relationship issues in organizations and why why your values are so important in resolving conflict in your business. Mm. Because if, if, if you and I, Carmen, are having a disagreement about something in our business together, it's you versus me. Yeah. Right? But then if we go, you know what, Carmen, let's take a look at this and let's let's take a look at through the lens of the values here. And like if we really value simplicity, have, have I been... You know, yeah, you know what? I probably should have, I could have simplified that a little bit and pulled all that out and made that easier to understand. You know, inside, I could have actually given you some heads up on that. And yeah. I could have, and then all of a sudden, it's you and me versus the values, not you versus me. And you know what I've just heard there, speaking as a long term employee of many mm. big companies in the, in the media space, those conflicts were horrible when I was working for organizations that didn't prioritize this stuff, that Correct. didn't focus on everybody's purpose. But those days when, when Meerkats were managing the 96FM campaigns, yep. for mm. instance, you know, like everyone in that building was on the same page yep. and there were so few off air dramas. And now, look, media companies are kind yeah, of. Yeah. Notorious for off-air dramas. Well, there's a lot of egos. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of stakeholders there that yep. may not have um, what is the business's uh, uh, right pathways or the right values that they're looking to do. It's just them and the individual. Yeah, exactly. I, I'd say media is a big place for that. And yeah. think now, get talking about media. Yes. Uh, Dave, is it, I, I know you've done a little bit of radio. Um, is is that a good opportunity for you to express uh, what you do? Because even in this conversation, I mean, I've, I don't know about you, Carms, but I'm concentrating very heavily because mm. I've got to map out in my own head, you know, what you're achieving, what you're doing. Is that relatable? Does that actually tr- uh, transcribe over to, to, to other forms of media? Are you able to do that? Yeah. For me, uh, radio, television, writing is a it's not a cha- like a published author, like, and I've mm. co-authored three other books. I'm writing another one right now. But um, for me, anything where it's voice or you know, because I, I'm I'm much like my clears. I channel. I know my stuff. I love my stuff, and I speak my stuff. I don't rehearse anything. Yep. And so for me, where I can speak freely on radio or on a podcast like this or on TV, like to me, that is where I'm at my best. Yep. You know, if like I can write, I've obviously written books and stuff mm. like that, but. For me, it's the, the opportunities like this to share, and I think the passion can come. Hopefully, you guys are picking up that I'm like I love this stuff. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I lead and live and love this stuff every day. I, I don't, you know, I'm 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 blessed with work life integration, whatever you want to call it. But v- vehicles like this for me, like radio and and TV, are 
Yeah. Awesome. So it's very valuable from a business point of oh, view yeah. for you to do that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and, to get and, the message out there. And, yeah. and But the message in a way where they, they can hear it with the passion and the enthusiasm that I have for the subject matter. It says and more it, than any amount of words on oh, a page could. Yeah. Like, and, the, and writing's good. But like for me, like any, any business owner leader, if you're not getting a chance to get on radio or get on TV or whatever, you're crazy. If you, especially if you have a, a problem you're passionate about solving in the world, mm. you're very clear on your sense of purpose and what makes you unique and you can articulate those things clearly, then you should be finding every ways to do that. Because if you're not saying those things, this is the important thing from, from like voice. And I know the amazing work you do, Carmen, that, and I challenge a lot of our clients in this, like, if you if you really believe this stuff, and if, if a person was trying to look for whatever it is that you do or why you do what you do for them, and they went somewhere else, they'd get okay. Yeah. But I guarantee you they're not going to get what they could have got working with us because nobody, nobody is going to care more about our clients than we care about them. Mm. Yeah. And at the level that we care about them. So if I don't have a place to clearly share that message and get people to understand, like, hey, you'll get great stuff. And there's amazing people doing amazing work in the world in our space. Mm. But I guarantee you no one will care more about you than we will. Yeah. And how can I express that out there if I'm not either in media or using media to do that? And the flip side is, yes, if you're, uh, you know, like me and looking for, well, like I used to be looking for people to be on your show, yeah. you want passionate people who can do what Dave's just talking about, kind of go with the flow mm. and not feel like they have to be too structured or rehearsed when they appear. My word. And, and, and the Canadian accent does certainly help. That helps. It, it and d- I can always use my radio voice. <laughs> Your radio voice. Well, yes, thanks very much for that. joining us. <laughs> As a keynote speaker, sometimes you have to project. <laughs> it's, I think, and, I, and it, it is important, Carms, too, because the conversations around what Dave is having right now is that sometimes it can't be conveyed uh, over a, a conversation like, you know, uh, a radio or, or television piece, particularly in the timeframes that you're given yeah. to do mm. that because you've got to really nut it out and work it out. Yeah. And I would imagine it's very subjective too for every different organisation. There's no key, well, no exact roadmap to getting to what you're doing, although you, you do follow a process that yeah, gets... we have a framework which we help them fill out, right? Yeah, mm. but they're buying into you. They're yeah. buying into you to find out what you can do to help them be a better business and yep. and excel. So that's that's why it's important for you to, to get out there. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, as much as Circle Leadership is our brand, yep. I'm, I'm a brand on my own right, which then promotes Circle Leadership as a brand. So anybody – and, like, I think we're in this uh, modern world today where the CEO or MD, it doesn't matter, or the business owner needs to be the voice of their business. Yes, Yes. They need to mm-hmm. be, right? They need to be the voice of their business. And Big anything I, like for me, and I, I sort of like keynote speaking, all that sort of stuff I do, books, that's just, um, let's call it paid marketing for me to get out there and promote the messages of our organization and the great work we do and the people we want to serve in the world. Yep. But if I don't get out there and do that, yep. then who's going to? Yeah, oh, that's And I want to get do. my team out as well, of course, and, and things like that. But yeah, you do your on-camera content as well, yep. and that all feeds into that same uh, ability for you to put yourself out there as an influencer at what you do. And mm. in general, um, it, it is like you know what we understand to be an influencer in inverted commas. You know, the fact is these days the the face behind the brand is very very influential person. So can we just use that word influence for a second? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So what does influence mean? You sway decisions? Uh, a person that can guide or... Not who an influencer is. What does influence mean? Influence. You change things. Changing, changing... Uh, Ideas and Direction, energies. change. Oh, God. Okay. Right. I love it. So it's just give us the answer, dude. Okay. So if you look at the word influence, in is, a, um, is like prefix for into, and fluence is the Latin derivative of fluid or flow. So an influ- to influence others is to get them into flow. 
So when are we at our best? When we're flowing. When things are flowing in flow state. Yeah. So our role is for me is to get the business owners, leaders into flow, into yes. flow state. Mm. Yep. And so I need to, that's when I'm thinking about how can I influence leaders into, you know, evolving themselves and their businesses to stay relevant. Yep. Well, I, I need to get them into flow state. And that's how I use, that's, that's where influencer, because I, like, I, I get the word, but it's got mm. a misnomer today with yeah, the, what an influencer right. is. Yeah. And I want to bring it back to saying that that's what real influence is about, helping people get into flow state. If you can do that and help your audience get into flow state, you know, I educate in public and I get paid to implement in private. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So anything I can do to educate the market or those people we choose to serve to get them into flow state about the need to evolve and stay relevant that's what I do. Yeah, and I like the approach of it being a flow thing rather than a forced thing. Yeah. You know, Ooh, yeah. none of us are doing better when we're forcing it. Correct. A, a personal reflection is definitely my media career was very forced. I was like, I had to do this, got to do it now, mm. get out, be seen, do the things, work my butt off until I was exhausted. But mm. I've been so much better in business Wasn't because there any I can flow, flow there during that time? Did you, oh. did you, because you, in all, res, you know, to all mm. respect, you had the perception out there yeah. that you were you had it all together you were of course you do bringing it all together that's half the problem is that i was putting out this kind of perfect image but the reality was so different yeah yeah i was literally dying in no, i remember you spoke at our summit the one of our you actually were at our very first business evolution summit and you spoke yeah. had me in tears understanding that what went on behind the camera for one of a better term in terms yeah. of what you were dealing with and going through yeah, literally dying. Yeah. And I hadn't even noticed because yeah. I was so fixated on forcing the career. Yeah. yeah. Dave, is this, is this just modern day psychology? Is this, uh, is this us just breaking down the very problems or issues that are going on and then getting people to focus on, a, on doing it right or finding a solution to do it right? It's based on psychology. I wouldn't call it modern day psychology. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. Just unfortunately, we haven't built organisations that allow that to flow yeah. in there. It's been a command and control world. It's been a, I'm the boss, you're my subordinate situation. Or you're, staff. Yeah, yeah fall right? into line. Oh, geez, I'm yeah. never using the word staff again, just no, quietly. Don't. Isn't it bugging ever some you said? I know. I'm just Because the little voice inside, like Dave's going, Stuff, yeah. stuff, stuff. Um, Dave's here to make us do better. But the, the, and this is so. This is one of the things where we challenge people on going forward is having coaches, not bosses. Yeah, you know about creating and, and influencing your team and, and helping them shift their thinking to drive new behaviour. So it's all based based on simple psychology. It is one hundred percent. I love I love the fact you brought up coaches because it it is mm. and everyone seems today have a coach. Oh they've, yeah, they've got a coach in some form. But I mm. don't think there's a, a more important coach particularly for a brand or a business to have to make sure that you are staying on focus, staying focused, playing with your values, making sure that they are staying in place yeah. and working it. So I think it's a, it's important. Dave, we're running out of time. Already? Yeah. yeah it it's, just geez. flew by. Yeah, it has. We've been um, in flow state for so long. The, but you know what? <laughs> for everyone that is listening, it, it is about yeah. a flow and I'm, I'm loving that connection there around what you felt uh, calms that yeah. you were forced to do it where the flow actually I think you can see it, there'd be a lot more happiness there'd be a lot more uh, it'll be a lot easier right? so to do it in the flow process so I know you want to jump so just to pick up the whole coaching and that conversation just to pull the two together okay and this is one of my latest and greatest clarisms Ooh. okay which is you can't boss someone into greatness no but okay. you can coach them that Correct. way. Correct. So that's yeah. right. So we need to have coaches, not bosses in our organizations because we want our organization to be great. We need to get it into flow state. It means we need to help our team get into flow state. And you can't boss someone into flow state or you can't boss someone into greatness. Well, can I just wrap this up by saying I don't think there's a single business or employee 
who shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, it's such a special – it's an opportunity. And I think, to my point earlier, that mm. I don't think a lot of business owners or those that should be doing this do it. And, mm. you know, I, I was one myself. So, Dave, if people want to get in contact with you, how do they do it? <laughs> uh, quite easily just to go to my website, daveclare.com, D-A-V-E, and it's Dave, not Steve. <laughs> or you <laughs> hey, well, I know in Australia, every time I say, what is your name? Or you get your coffee order, it comes back with Steve written on it. Really? It's like Dave. Dave. <laughs> oh, it's Dave Clare here. Dave Clare. And are you a Clare with an I or no? No, I? so D A V E C L A R E dot com. And if you just Dave at Dave Clare, if you want to shoot me an email. And by the way, I'm the one who responds to all my socials. It's me personally. If you get a response, we will get a response back. Thanks for the clarity on that. that uh, clarity. Clarity. I've been saving that. Oh. <laughs> I almost called the, the organization that with the like, clarity with an ETY. <laughs> and I thought, like, you know, I wanted to create something that would transcend my time on this earth and I didn't want it to be named after me. So that's why that's I created why. Circle Leadership. But yeah, it's, <laughs> but it was close. It was a close second. Well done. Yeah. That's Dave Clare, everyone. And thanks very much for joining us on the Experts Podcast. Oh, another good pleasure. one, Carmen. Amazing. We'll catch you next time. We'll Thank catch you. you next time when we speak to another expert or another media. You've been listening to The Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.